0: Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Liam the Prove-It Guy, author of Limitation is a Mirage. In this podcast, I will be sharing with you actionable tips, routines and insights that I have gathered over 20 years of extensive study with masters, experts and world-class performers. My hope with this podcast is to save you time, money and frustration, helping you fast track your way to mastery. Welcome to this episode of the Limitation is a Mirage podcast. Today I was thinking about um, consistency. I know I talk a lot about consistency, but I thought I would try to make it a bit more relevant to people and explain about a time when I kept going with something that caused me pain. It was not a nice thing to do. It probably wasn't an overly useful skill to have. It definitely wasn't a useful skill for most people looking outside, looking at me trying to learn this skill. but. It's something I wanted to do, and wanted to achieve, so I just kept going. So you've heard me talk about martial arts a lot. The first weapon that I ever learnt in martial arts were nunchucks. So I was about six months into my training, I was basically training on my own, uh, reading a book and hitting a wooden dummy, and then I thought, right, I'm pretty awesome at this stage, I can hit a bag, I can do pad work, I can do kicks, I can spin, I'll look cool. Maybe it's time that I start looking at weapons, and rather than look for a traditional weapon or something that might be productive and instructive and useful in what I was doing like maybe develop my stance or develop more power i love kung fu movies i watched way too many bruce lee well not way too many bruce lee movies there's only about 6 so i watched them all a lot and the first weapons i decided to learn were nunchucks so i actually have them here beside me these are the first nunchucks that i ever bought I look like Bruce Lee holding them, I know that. For some reason, I never hold them with my fist closed. I have to hold like this whenever I'm showing them off. But they're pretty solid, like they're... Da-da-da-da-da. They're wooden nunchucks. Um, you might think, why did you not start with foam nunchucks? And there's two answers to that. One is that I didn't know foam nunchucks existed. And two, I was young, stupid and awesome, so I would never have bought uh, foam nunchucks. And the day I went to buy these, I couldn't have bought foam nunchucks because my friends were all with me and it would have looked soft. So basically whenever I wanted to get nunchucks, this game was before uh, YouTube and before you could just order from Amazon. So there was a wee martial arts store in Belfast. I think it was called Impact Martial Arts. And it was just a wee back market. And when you go in, the guy will never watch this. But if he is, he was rude as fuck every time he went in. He never wanted to see. He didn't really engage with you. I would have bought a lot of shit of that guy if he had actually been nice. But he was rude, so I barely bought anything. But I definitely bought my nunchucks because that's what I was there for. And when I was there, I saw a police baton and thought, I probably need one of those as well. Couldn't justify why I needed one, but I just thought it was something that I should get because in the future, it could come in handy. So I buy these nunchucks and this police baton. And it's a police baton, the old school one. So think of like the big boss man from WWF. It's not a, like a whoosh, snappy out one. It's a just a big, bulky, ridiculous looking police baton. So an old school police baton. And the nunchucks were small enough. They fit in my bag. The police baton didn't fit in my bag. So this slightly segues me, but the police baton didn't fit in my bag. So I had to hide the shaft down my leg and then the upper part and the handle, it sort of went around my side. And then I walked kind of weird and blocked it with my arm. Because I figured I'm walking through Belfast if I'm spotted with like a nightstick, that could be bad. And then if they searched me, I've got nunchucks in there too. So a lot of people think that when you do martial arts, you get a wee fancy card that just police stop you. And you just say, here you go, officer. I'm a trained martial artist. Now be on your way. I've been doing it for about 20 years and I haven't got to get out of jail free or not go to jail at all card yet. If they exist, someone should send me one because, like, I'm pretty awesome at this and I think I deserve a card that tells people that if they try to arrest me. So that card didn't exist, and even if it did exist, I'd only been doing it six months. I'd been doing it by myself, reading a book, so I probably didn't qualify for this imaginary card anyway, so we'll not worry about that. But I remember we went to McDonald's, so I used to eat McDonald's. I don't eat McDonald's now, but back then I did. This is maybe about 16, 17 could be 18 years ago. I'm not 100% sure. So we're treating ourselves to McDonald's because, again, there was no McDonald's in my hometown. So when we got to Belfast, you always had a fry when you got there and then a McDonald's later on because there was a McDonald's. And there's a group of young girls over a couple of tables away from us. I say young girls. They were the same age as us because we were young as well. But they're over the table, a couple of tables away from us. And I noticed that they were sniggering and looking over at us. And because we were all young and cool, we were like, we are in here, these girls have got the hots for us or whatever you use young cats say these days um but whenever i was sitting at, i noticed that because of the position i was sitting in the jeans that i was wearing the shaft of the police baton did not look like a shaft of a police baton it looked like something much more crude you're i was gonna say i'll let your imagination decide what that is but it's probably not wise either um so you're welcome uh so I noticed that they were looking, and not only were they looking over, but they were looking at my newfound package. But again, because of the position I was in, I was able to move the shaft with my elbow. So I sort of eyed up a couple of them and then decided to move it so that it lifted my leg and just made the whole thing completely more awkward than it needed to be, which I thoroughly enjoyed because the guys at the table didn't know that this was happening. They just thought the girls were getting more uh, giggly and excited because like, we were... Super hot Oma Kulchis up for a night out in the big town. But anyway, I'm, where was it? Nunchucks. So why am I talking about nunchucks? So whenever I bought the nunchucks, again, there was no books. Well, there was books, but I didn't know how to get them. I eventually bought a book. There was no internet, really, to watch what was doing. I didn't know anyone that could use these things. So I just watched Bruce Lee movies. At the time, I didn't know that any Kung Fu movies sped anything up. I know now, if you watch his eyes, they're flickering really fast because they've sped up the movement. If you are this age now and you've just found that out and I've blown uh, any, like, awesomeness off it, I apologize greatly, but that's what happens. At least you found it this way and not the stupid way that I found out. So I just tried things of Bruce Lee first, maybe 20 seconds, smashed myself square in the forehead. And when I hit myself in the head, I decided that nunchucks just weren't for me for that moment. Put them down and went into the house and my wee mum's face looking at me were like welt. What were you doing? And I don't even think I told her I had nunchucks at this stage. I don't know if I'd be allowed them, so I think I just said I banged into the wooden dummy arm or some other nonsense. But normally when I got injured or if I had to do anything dramatic that I didn't want to do like the 11 plus for example. My mum would buy me a pizza. So because I was injured she bought me a pizza. Whenever I did the 11 plus the only reason I did it. I had no intention of trying to pass it. Or I just wanted to go to St. Pat's. Mum bribed me with a pizza. And then I won overall. in the end up because people complained. After our second part of the 11 plus, And we had to reset some part. So I ended up getting three pizzas for the 11 plus. Don't know what grade I got. Pretty sure I failed miserably. But three pizzas so. Technically, I won. So, first injury, crack in the head. But then I decided I really wanted to learn this. And I watched Bruce Lee again. He's doing a wee flicky move. And I smashed the inside of my elbow, which was horrible. It was like hitting your funny bone with a brick. And then later on, I hit myself in the bag. I must hit myself in the groin, the bag, about every single session. I didn't know at the time that when you're doing the between the leg, that wasn't like directly under your bag between your leg. It was like over your thigh a wee bit. It wasn't until later on that I discovered this. So I learned repeatedly the hard way that that was a very difficult movement and then eventually what I was actually doing it wrong. So it's probably why I don't have any children at the moment that I know of. Uh, that's a joke you're supposed to say in a group by yourself and not now I should edit this, but I'm not gonna. Uh, so now at this point, I'm pretty proficient at nunchucks if like, I, I can do all the movements. I don't practice it anymore. So that's what I wanted to get on to. I, I just kept going. I persevered through the pain, like actual pain, um, injuries that could have caused scar, And I had like busted bits of my eye, busted lit, Like the worst busting I extra ha- actually had, actually, when I think about it, was when I decided I used to use a floor to ceiling speed bag. So everyone's seen the speed bag that you see in Rocky movies where it's like brr, 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 brr. And you probably tried it in your gym, but rather than it going in the gym, it probably sounds more like because most people in the gym trying it don't know what they're doing. So I had one of those, but I also had a floor to ceiling one where you could dance around, move and hit it and then avoid it. And when I was doing that, I spotted the the nightstick in the corner and thought, I wonder what it would be like if I hit the nightstick off the the speed bag. What would that do? Would that be cool? So I tried it. And what I didn't realize that when I did a flick out hit, it would hit the speed bag and then keep rotating. And then the speed bag would hit it and then it would bust my whole face. Not my whole face, just my mouth. I remember when it happened, it hit me in the mouth and I like looked at the sky. And when I put my head down, the blood just fell out of my mouth. And I had to lift my bottom lip off my teeth. And I was like, well, that was definitely a mistake. So obviously I went into the house and it's probably the first and only time I ever refused a pizza back then was because mum offered me a pizza because I was bleeding from my mouth. But I thought that the hot pizza would probably be bad. So I just sat down and whinged for a while instead. But I never gave up. I went back. I hit the punch bag again, but tried to work out how to move out of the road of it so I didn't rebust myself. So whenever I'm working with clients and just talking in general about like doing videos or doing the podcast or whatever it is, I'm always telling people that they should try things and they should... Keep going with it. Maybe the first time you try it, you're not good at it or you don't enjoy it. And then you just need to keep going. The easy example is I've never drank, but I've never heard anyone say their first ever beer was lovely. But like a lot of people persevere through that. And that's a negative thing to keep getting better at. So imagine what you would achieve if you chose a positive thing and then kept working towards that. So I, I use, I'm using the nunchucks as... As my example or metaphor or whatever like that actually was painful it actually took a lot of effort and work to do but now it's a skill that i have if someone hands me a pair of nunchucks i don't know why anyone would have them but if they did i can demonstrate i can move i can flow with them i can do all the fancy around the neck and under the leg and throw them and toss them around my hand i can do all the cool stuff with them even without doing a lot of practice um And I got to the point that when I lived in England, I was able to create a course that taught people how to do what what I was doing with the nunchucks. But instead of going through six months to a year of battering yourself and and getting offered pizza every night of the week because you're a mess, I should have been really big now when I think about it. I actually had enough knowledge and understanding of of how the implement worked, how the weapon worked and how the body moved to create a course that people can learn. So if you came to me, not that I would want to teach anyone, but if they came to learn nunchucks, I could safely, as safe as you can get with nunchucks, teach you how to do all the fancy things that you see in a movie um, in a faster time than it took me to do it. So whenever I'm teaching people, I'm always saying to them that maybe the first time you don't you don't like it because you're not confident in it or, or you're just not good at it. Or like whenever I was learning kinesiology, you had to learn a structured pattern, a 14 muscle balance. Initially, it's quite overwhelming. There's a lot of stuff to remember, but... Because I had no ego when I was doing it, I was able to set my book beside me and just say to my uh, tester clients and then my clients at the start whenever I had passed everything, just look, I'm going to have this book beside me as a reference guide so that I know exactly what I'm doing. I'm qualified in what I'm doing, but I want to make sure that this is the best um, session of kinesiology that I can possibly do. And if I have to think and try to remember, then I'm going to be torn between focusing on you and focusing on what's coming next. So... If I had just did that first session, all that information that I was told that I was going to have to learn, I probably just wouldn't have went back because it was just going to be too much effort, too hard. I wasn't going to, there was just a lot that had to go into it. But then I did it and that was my main focus for 14 years. I studied it. I developed my flow and my understanding of it and just tried to do as much as I could with it and learn as much more as I could within that industry. But that would never have came. Like, I meet people that have done, they'll say to me, oh, I used to do kinesiology about five or six years ago, but I just gave it up. It wasn't for me. And, I, and I'd be like, why? What happened? "Oh, I didn't really. And by the time you get through the conversation, it turns out that they did their exam and passed the exam, but didn't feel ready. It'd be like passing your driving test, and then just never driving ever again. If you got back into a car five years after passing your test, you probably wouldn't be comfortable thinking, I'm a brilliant driver, this is going to be easy, you'd probably think, I should probably take some lessons. If you don't think that, you probably should because you haven't done it for five years. But my point is that things can be difficult, things can be hard, it can take a lot of time, but once you fully understand what you're doing and fully develop yourself within the system that you want to learn, whether it's just to become more confident and have more self-worth, whether you want to become a martial artist, a coach, whatever it is that you want to achieve, The more that you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it, but the more you realize like where you're going with it, the more you can, the more you can tailor it for yourself. So with nunchucks, for example, I stopped practicing them because I realized that, like I said at the start, when I started them, I should have looked into whether or not they were going to help my stance or make me faster or more proficient in the art that I was doing which they weren't going to. They were just going to make me look cool, which is fine when you're that age. But as I got older, I realized that it was just a waste of my time to study the, that when I could study much more beneficial things within the art that I was doing to get me further along in it. So I'm not afraid to change what I'm doing. Yes, I still take, uh, I take as much lessons from whatever it is that I'm learning. But even if I've not become an expert, if I know that this is the foundational part, that I needed that, then I can move forward. Like one of the things I learned is I have a pretty solid head. I got hit back of the head, front of the head, side repeatedly. And it very rarely opened up. So my head was pretty solid. Don't think it's done me any damage getting repeatedly hit in the head. But now that I say it out loud, it kinda could explain a few things. So whenever I'm I'm talking to a client who wants to achieve something, you might want to be like I wanted to be a chef when I was younger and then realize I didn't want to be that later. But if I had a started chef and I wouldn't have just finished it because I think I've started it, I'll finish it, I'll do three more years of this and then I'll do whatever I want. I think you have to be strong enough to know yourself and understand who you are and how you work so that you can shift direction or make changes or try to come up with something you actually feel passionate about so that you'll put more effort into it. If I had stayed as a chef, I probably wouldn't have liked it and I would have become a terrible chef. So I enjoy doing podcasts and so that's why I keep doing it. I did a daily one for just over, not just over a year, for exactly a year um, with no real plan other than I wanted to do it for a year. If I didn't enjoy it, I probably would have stopped. I would have just come on and said, look, this is shit. I'm not doing it anymore. Or I would have made really terrible ones that somebody told me to stop. Thankfully, none of those things happened. I kept doing it. I just changed it up for this year. So whenever you're thinking about wanting to achieve anything or or. Become better in any way, shape, or form. Remember that the some of it will be hard, some of it will be easy. Take the lessons from it that are going to benefit you in the future in your day-to-day life, and then just keep rolling with it. So I know I talked about nunchucks, but my point is you can be and do whatever it is that you want to be or do. You just have to be willing to do it consistently. So thanks again for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing day, whatever you get up to, and I will speak to you on the next podcast. Mm